You are now listening to the new Old Heads podcast, premiered every Thursday at noon Eastern Standard Time at BringDownTheBand.com, and brought to you by No Bad Ideas, Coleman Dental, Printfinity, Indie CD and Vinyl, and Sun King Brewery. Support the new Old Heads by visiting our Patreon at P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash New Old Heads. You are now tuned in to the new Old Heads podcast. I am Major Seven. The entire crew is here, starting off with my man across the table, Longevity. How are you, sir? Doing swell, Michael. Good to see you. (laughs) Good to see you as always. Thanks. You too. Uh, Across the table from our, you know, situation we got here, my man Jay Moore. How are you, sir? Uh, Doing all right. You know, kick it but not high, flapping but can't fly. You know the business. Right, with the game. Okay. Pimpin' since pimpin' been pimpin'. Since pimpin' since been pimpin'. All right, to my immediate left, my man DJ J. Div. What's happening, man? Salutations. You good? I'm here. We are all here, and uh, we're doing it again live. For the third week in a row, yes, and everything seems to be going just, just, just fine. Yeah, Let's keep our fingers crossed. Cobwebs, <laughs> got the cobwebs out. Shout out to Lone and uh, Red August. They have been uh, grinding to get the uh, production portion, production portion together. Your favorite song? No, I, I'd go wamp wamp over uh, uh, grinding, but we're not gonna have it. We ain't gonna do this because this will lead to violence, and I don't, I don't want to go that route. Violence. Huh? What happened to that boy violence. is better than grinding. You ask me. That's just me. Womp womp. Stop, man. <laughs> or maybe that's womp womp womp. No, man. It's not. <laughs> now you had it right the first it time. Wamp, it's wamp wamp, actually. Yeah, there wamp, you go. Wamp wamp wamp. <laughs> He's like, I'm just going to be wrong on purpose. Yeah, I don't on purpose. Care. Yeah, on purpose. <laughs> if you're, if you're going to say wamp wamp wamp, it's better than grinding? No, man. Shout out to Red August in the, uh, in the building uh, on site production. We appreciate you, brother. Uh, <laughs> He's, he's doing he's doing great camera work. We got some new bells and whistles you'll see on the camera work as well when you watch. So salute to the homies for uh putting in that extra work to make this product shine. So indeed, indeed. Appreciate it. Shout out to the chat as well. We see you. Nicole is in the building. Uh Richie Bowen dropped some words earlier. I think those are the only two I see so far. If you're lurking, we appreciate you. Did I miss <laughs> something? I'm sorry. Possibly, Possibly yeah. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't. That's the only ones I see. Now, if there's somebody else oh. in there, I don't know. That's all, all right. I see. Awesome. Good, good for telling people there's only two people. The <laughs> <laughs> There'll be more. <laughs> Shouts to the seventeen thousand other people in there. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's you know, lurking. We, that's all. I'm getting we to the lurking. You, yeah, you just not we ready. Got lurkers, yeah, but it's all good. Shout to the two of y'all. Yeah, the yeah. ones yeah. I see. We appreciate y'all. We don't count the lurkers because we got lurkers and workers. I lurk on Twitch, so you know, I still be watching. All right. <laughs> um, I, I shouldn't have said that because I'd be lurking bad. <laughs> no, I'd be lurking. No, not that. I'm talking about me lurking. I'd be lurking bad on Twitch <laughs> instead of instead of working. I'd be lurking. Anyway, let's get into the rundown. Um, Can't get right. Great movie, by the way. My mom ain't never seen it. Like, y'all know that? No, you he's never seen that. it. There's no reason that the, I would have uh, known it. Do the do the first topic first. Yeah, we're gonna go right down the the line. No, I mean the the random our yeah. random topic first. Um, <laughs> so if you guys have been uh, paying attention to the news, Webby, I mean not Webby, but Boosie is very excited because uh, he said Bill he said Bill Cosby home man. So he's very he's very excited. I saw him on IG going crazy. Um, so as we all know, he was released on a would technicality be the an error? Would that be the best way to say that? Yeah. Released on an error. Yeah, that's close. That's close enough. Goal. We can you know, go with it. None error. of us are lawyers here, yeah. so yeah. We'll yeah, leave it at that. Yeah, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> but um, Felicia Rashad came out and was just like, 
justice has been served and she was tweeting and you know she was happy that he was released and then uh twitter started dragging uh felicia and you know she had just accepted a position at, at howard mm-hmm. so bill cosby made her uh that's miss rashad miss, sir yeah miss, sorry miss rashad you right you real, real familiar yeah i gotta respect her <laughs> yeah gotta respect her um but she she accepted that position a while back and then uh you know how black twitter gonna go they started going crazy and going through the whole routine just for her pretty much just saying her opinion so she had to retract somewhat she released a statement clarifying what she meant when she said what she said in terms of her comments but she really was just happy that he was that he got out uh but bill cosby released a statement saying that howard university must support one's freedom of speech miss rashad which is taught or supposed to be taught every day at the renowned law school which resides on your campus and he closed the statement by saying, we the people stand in support of Miss Felicia Rashad. So Bill came out firing and had her back, you know, 100 percent in terms of what she said. But this thing has been everywhere, man, in terms of I'm seeing hip hop people coming out like throwing flyers for Bill's free parties. Like, it's no, that was a real thing. I looked that up. I thought that had to be fake, but nope. Bro, Bill, welcome home, Bill Cosby. That was actually a, a, a party ignorant. in Atlanta. Yeah, that's ignorant. Uh, women, ladies Jackson. got in free all night, which I, which was, I was like, <laughs> I'm not <laughs> laughing at he's, that. He's I'm serious though. Yeah, yeah, you're they're serious though. I saw what the was the drink special. I tell, you, I tell you what, I wasn't drinking nothing. What was the drink special? That. That's what I want to know. I don't. I, whatever. whatever it is, bring look, bring your own sealed drinks to that party. Mm. Here you go, man. Anyway. So what do you what what do y'all think about this man? Like him coming to the defense, fresh out like that, coming to her defense, and I'm talking about ride like he was riding. Like, I mean, he's supposed to at this point. I mean, this man just was in prison for what three years and two two and a half, yeah. And and she's supporting him the whole time. I mean, I don't really see a reason why he wouldn't come to her defense based on uh, that particular situation. I mean, well, yeah. And you got to realize when people say there's freedom of speech, it's freedom of speech. Yes, there is freedom of speech, but you got to understand there's not freedom of consequences. You can or say whatever you like, you know, but it doesn't mean that you are above criticism when you say things. So, you know, regardless, you know, and the thing is, if you're in Felicia Rashad's particular position, um, I think what everyone should have learned from what happened to her last week is you always have the option to say nothing you do not have to run to your social media and say anything at all you could have texted you know uh uh your friend bill cosby and said i'm so glad you're home this that you could have picked up the phone you probably still you know they did two television shows together they're probably very close uh and you know the person that these people are talking about in court it just isn't the person that she knows so it might be hard for her to reconcile those things but once again you always have the option to say nothing. I see a lot of people out here who are dying on the wrong hill for someone who really is not going to do anything for you. Like, it's not worth it for you to be like, yeah, shout out to Bill Cosby. We hold it down. No, no. He, he could care less. Before, because, yeah, at least shout it out, Boosie. Boosie got a right to be a little happy. But you know what? Like, you know, before a lot of this, you know, uh, Bill Cosby would have told you to put down the pound cake and pull up your pants and stop naming your kids these weird names. Like, yeah. he didn't have any love for you when he was out but now you know it's this weird thing where i think i think it's also like look if we're going to hold somebody accountable we'll hold them accountable but we're not going to let uh these white folks do it and unfortunately 
for, for everyone who has that conspiracy theory, you know, little little pee rolling around in their oh, brain. Man, I heard it all. Basically, this gave validity to that whole situation to where see it was because he was trying to buy nbc and then they had to go ahead and kill his son and this that and the third and so it gives a level of validity to people who have those feelings and i and, and i will say this i don't care how you feel about bill cosby you know you the law you know he still deserved due process you can't skip steps within the law just because that's not the american way though. you think he's a bad person because if they'll do that to somebody who has as much money, as much notoriety, as much power as Bill Cosby, then what would they do to your brother, your son, your daughter, one of your children? And you who can't afford the best lawyers. You know, that's why we don't even have really, and this is me getting deep, and I'm going to stop. That's why we don't really have a justice system in this country. We have a police system. Yeah. Because there's not a lot of justice being served. Like, even when I had to go to traffic court, you know, they were, at one point they were like, do you just want to plead guilty and pay the fine and we can, we can end this? And I was like, yeah, I don't want to come back here anymore. At all. And there are people who do that for things that are a lot more serious than a couple traffic tickets. So, yeah. Go ahead, uh, Terry, what you were saying about that's not the American way. I mean, we talk about due process all the time and um, you're not guilty until proven so in the court of law. But literally, if you think about every case that's happened, people have already decided this person was guilty before court trial even happened and then when we talk about when you serve your time you pay your debt to society how many times does that rang true you know what i'm saying it just doesn't it's the american way it just depends on what we think about that person like you know we that too we don't we don't you know like mike tyson was convicted of what he was convicted of and he gets to go on the view and have a one-man show because people really Facts. don't believe he was guilty of that Facts. you know but there are still people Whenever Mike Vick shows up somewhere, yeah. who want to, who want to, you know, you know the ASPCA and 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 you know, you know all the all the you know the people who love dogs more than people, you know all those people want to show up and still protest anytime this you know and he really paid his debt to society. He did two years and some change in a federal prison and lost yeah, a, and lost a bag. I mean, he got it. He back. got it back. Yeah, but I'm just and saying. He's, he's he's a commentator and, now, and now too. So. He's somebody who speaks on behalf of, but they don't care because there are people who are just. They will decide whatever you did. We're not, we're not going to forgive you. You're going to have to wear this for the rest of your life. You're mm -hmm. defined by your mistakes. True, true. Long jump in there, man. Did you have any thoughts about this in terms of him coming to our defense, or just the overall? You know, I, what we've been I think just about? in general, like it's 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 possible to have um, two. Um, multiple things can be true at the same time, right? Right. We can say that, yeah, Bill Cosby's probably guilty of the things that he did, but at the same time, he was probably, it probably wasn't fair. Right. Right. So that that's just the way that I look at it. Like, am I going to defend Bill Cosby? No. No. Not at all. Um, but I, I mean, it's not my place. And two, I don't care. Uh, you know, like he did what he did. Cool. You know, um, but did he serve his or time cool. for it? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, well, well, but I mean, technically, yeah, if he served, his, if he if he actually served his paid his debt, what what it what you know he he didn't he really he, paid, he really paid more than his debt yeah, because he he, if due to the rule of law, he should not have been prosecuted or going to jail at all. Facts. Okay, but that's, boom, you know, 
But then, you know, like <clears throat> on a karmic level, maybe he did deserve to be in prison, but that's not what we put people in prison for. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. And, and we're all familiar with the prison system and the, the judicial system system and what all is in how it does not really work. Yeah. No, you know, how it's skewed and biased and all that other good I stuff as well. But I literally have a homie doing time right now for a weed charge in a state that is legal. Yeah. yeah. To have, possess and sell weed. Now that's tough. That's tough. So, but, you know, at the same time, you know, and this is just the way I look at the world, you know, and I know this is different from a lot of people, not necessarily maybe anybody here, but like laws are just rules, you know, that we've decided are whatever they are. And so they can change at any given time. So like today we can say, oh man, what Bill Cosby did is worth 50 years or life in prison. And then tomorrow we can be like, yeah, it's only a 10, 10 year offense, you know, like kind of like crack in the 80s exactly yeah you know crack versus cocaine etc etc right so you know i I just kind of look at it from an individual situation do i feel like he's legitimately been held accountable for the things that he probably did not really but he has been held accountable to some extent somewhat you know and it's not my place or my even care to try to determine what that is for him like I, i i don't care like I just think we can I, it's it's so hard for people in the society to walk and chew gum at the same time. It is. Uh, you know, just just like you said, I can have a serious problem with Bill Cosby's behavior, but I can also have a serious problem with the way he was prosecuted and the way the law worked and seemed to shortcut things just to get him in jail. And the sad thing is when you see it was really just a pissing contest between, you know, the trial judge and, you know, uh, a former D.A., you realize that it really was never about justice for any of these women. It was really just, you know, some guys who who had personal beasts who were political opponents. And it's, a trophy, it's, it's a trophy and, case. And they, and they yeah. you know, and it was their pettiness that, you know, wound up having Bill Cosby and actually having this trial. It was never about justice for women who've been um uh, victimized or uh, had to deal with sexual assault and never had their day in court. And that's the really sad thing about this. Because it's, it, once again, it's about the patriarchy. It's about men. It's not about actually protecting women and taking care of women in our society. Let me ask you this. How, yep. What do you think about... Um, I did read that he is planning to uh, go back out on the road somewhat. How do you all think... Lone, I'll come to you first. How do you think he will be received if he were to, hmm. you know, step back, step back out there and start doing venues? It's, it ain't got to be, you know, like smaller venues, small clubs. What do, what do you think the re- reaction would be? Are the tickets going to fly? Yeah, I think they will. You think they will? Yeah. I think uh, because there's a ton of people that support him and there's a ton of people that so- support him just off one of those factors that we were just talking about. Yeah. yeah, you know, people just want to be entertained. You know, so I, I, I think, yeah, I think he'll, he'll do just fine, and for some people, it'll just keep on moving. It's, it's not, it's not the same as like an R. Kelly thing, either. I don't think R. Kelly could come out and do something. Similar. I think he could. Well, uh, he might be I've able seen, to. I've seen a couple of DJs slip up and play R. Kelly songs, and people not even trip. Yeah, I, I could see, I could see that, but I think I'm with Lone on the. You might reception right. with the reception part. I don't know. I, I think. This might be a little bit easier than there's, that. There's just a lot. There's just a lot more gray area around. Yeah, Bill, yeah. You know, yeah. So. because that you know, even people can say, well, you know, you saw what they did like this. There are people like, well, where were the criminal complaints? Where you know, it's all, there are all these women, but you know, there's no, 
you know, there's ways. I don't, don't, don't want yeah, to get into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, but you know, I, I, I did joke, and maybe I shouldn't have joked about it, but you know, why not? Um, well, who's going to cancel us? Um, that Bill, if he does come out. He should come out and just do the filthiest. He should be like, what, is, what has he got to lose at this point? He might as well just come out and start doing the comedy he was doing you know, with his friends back in the day. He do a complete 180. Just turn in a just turn in nastiest Richard Pryor and, and Red Fox yeah, yeah. combined. Like, what you don't even know about time. I'll tell you about doing real time. <laughs> All right, let's get let's move on. All right. <laughs> Long Long's face is worth the price of admission. I, I'm telling y'all, man. But now, nah, man, I, I'm I I, I want to see how that goes. Um, I think y'all are right, though. People are going to come out at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? And y'all I mean, both there'll be protesters there, just like there were for Michael y'all J., make just great like there were points. for R. Kelly. There's going to be tomatoes thrown and all kind of stuff. Long, I don't know. But y'all make great points, Lone, especially when you were talking about two things can be true. Because this is the epitome of that, to me. That's... That's well said. It's, it's so it's so and it's so easy in general just to get latched to one idea and just for everything. Like, you know, even if you're not meaning to do that, you know, I do it all the time and have to catch myself, you know. So it's just like yeah. it's like, oh wait, two things can be true at the same time. Like it's not 100%. a monolith. Hundred percent. Jada, if you got anything else to add before we uh keep it moving? No, I think that's good. About it. All right. Let's go ahead and go to the uh next topic. Shout out to the chat. I see y'all. Um so don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> y'all, y'all. You want to shout out both names again? No, yeah, yeah. There's more in there now, but I ain't gonna. I ain't gonna. I ain't gonna do that. But we appreciate them as well, uh, <laughs> and the lurkers. All right. So uh, y'all even got Red August to giggle on that. Um, we'll talk about it later. Yeah. But uh, so did y'all see Whack One Hundred? Um, nope. You didn't see it? <laughs> well, I was just negative. tell you straight up. <laughs> you say you ain't, you say straight out the box, no sign. Yeah. Man, th- this bothers me, man, because sometimes I feel like <sighs> artists, um, he's not an artist, but he's associated with the gang game management, et cetera. So he's a part of hip hop. Um, sometimes I think like people just make certain comments and make huge statements and sometimes people in hip-hop we say some stupid stuff and like Sakari Richardson has been in the news obviously for the uh the drug test and now she can't go to the Olympics She's we not- duh. yeah <laughs> yeah yeah you know how Stephen A. we duh. um we stay duh. off the weed yeah, yeah. We <laughs> duh. but she we duh. she um <laughs> failed that drug test so she's not gonna be able to do the 100 meter and i just i saw earlier that i believe she's didn't even make the four by one so she's nope, not she going did at all. nope she's not gonna be in the relay team either yeah oh, wow and i saw like snoop was was riding for her and drake was riding for her, but whack 100 says put her on the first thing smoking back to the dispensary a violation leads to punishment nobody is bigger than the program rules and regulations are there to be followed not ignored Cool. Then he says she failed us as a people, as far as I'm concerned. Hmm. All right. This is where I'm like, <laughs> fam. You just said on the last topic. Sometimes you don't. Have, it's better just not to say nothing. Mm-hmm. This young lady did not fail us, and I'm assuming he's meaning black folks. She did not fail us as. What do you say? Fail us as a people. Uh, Maybe he means Americans. 
<laughs> Maybe. Yeah. You, I wish I could see how he looked when he said that. Yeah. <laughs> man, this is what this I'm 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 not with this one, man. I'm sorry, man. I, from all the all the rest of the support I saw from people in hip hop, it, it was it was positive. He was on the right track, but fam, failed us as a people off a off a failed drug test. I'm cool on that. Am I going? Am, am I wrong? What, what do y'all think? What you think, Jay Moore? When you hear that, to me that's extra. Like that's to me that's irresponsible. I think that he just you know he took it f- way further than it needs to be. But you know his, his name is Whack One Hundred. We we say that every time we bring up a Whack One Hundred. Yeah, topic. that his name is Whack One Hundred. The, the, yeah, it goes back to, to his name. The fact his name is Whack One Hundred. But that's fine. I you only know, know him because of the show. Yeah. So. Oh, word. Yeah, I was like, who is Whack One Hundred? <laughs> And then I had to do my research. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, he, yeah. So, so, yeah, well, uh, Mr. Wack, he, um, I think he's doing too much here, but that's just what, in the age of social media, that's just what it is. Just like Felicia Rashad was doing too much, you know, with the Bill Cosby situation. He's doing too much. I mean, Felicia got a pass because she's at that age where she's going to say what she want to say. Yeah, anyway. there's something about when you old, old black women pretty much just say what they need to say. 100%. Women, they don't care about being canceled. They'll be like, look, I made it to this point. You look, leave me alone. Yeah. But uh, the old white people are the same. They well, talk to them alone. Yeah. Talk to them. Young white people. No, stop. <laughs> <laughs> There's a difference. Yeah, yeah, there is a difference. Said, don't get, don't get me started. But, uh, <laughs> it's a good. Honestly, it's a good thing. A lot of uh, white families could not get together for Thanksgiving after this election. Man, but um, <laughs> tough, tough. But yeah, whack. Just saying, it's like he didn't need to say it. Um, the young lady, you know. I mean, I was pulling for it, man. I, I was pulling for it, but you know what? Look, um. Just, just in you know, you you gotta know the rules, mom. And you do, you know, just like okay, a friend. Of, I remember a friend of mine uh, had got laid off from his job, One, but part of his ritual, you know, was like on Sundays he liked to, you know, indulge in a little herbal essence. And, I see what uh, you did there. I and, like that. And when he watched uh, watch football, you know, and that was just that was his, you know, that was his glass of wine. Yeah. You know, for like you know, some people indulge, some people, you know, they have a little sip or whatever. But you know, when he was back in the job market he was like okay i gotta cut this off because if they if the job if i get the job i want and an opportunity presents itself yeah. i don't want to lose that opportunity because of um a failed drug test that's fair you know and so you know while i feel for her it's i think it's still i messed up that we're testing for marijuana in 2021 that's, at all that's where for i was any, going because it's not like it's a it's a, a, a performance enhancing drug in fact it makes it more impressive that she Sit ran down. she ran a 108 on weed that's incredible yeah. um so um you know i feel but once again these are the rules we know why you know marijuana is why it's even called marijuana right. is is you know it has its roots in racism yep. but unfortunately until they strike those rules from the books you have to be aware like i i feel sorry for her because she's worked so hard to get to this point and you know one lapse in judgment brought on by the trauma of losing a parent yeah has basically dashed her opportunity you know for at least another four years you know i'm of course track is you know three or three. Oh, that's right that's right um She'll but still have opportunities. She'll now. still have, you know, she can still run in the world championships. Like, you know, it's not, but it's, it's, it's not, not going to hit like the Olympics, though. It's, it's not, not. But at the same time, you know, 
you know, she's still young enough to where she can come back. But now was her time. And unfortunately, that lapse in judgment brought on by the trauma of losing her mother. Like, I feel for her on so many different levels. But at the same time, you know, you're an adult. They give you a car. Like, they tell you what stuff you can't even get from GNC. Yeah. You know, what supplements and what vitamins you cannot take that are on the ban list. And you can't be surprised. I mean, it's messed up because she was running in Oregon. In Oregon, recreational use of marijuana is 100% legal. Yeah. And, but, you know, of course, we know on a federal level and how they test in the Olympics, it doesn't matter what they're doing in Oregon. This is, this is a lot bigger than that. And I, I, I have more sympathy for her than I do scorn, you know, but at the same time, like, this is a, this could serve as an example to a lot of young people. Don't let that lapse in judgment take away an opportunity that you deserve. Take that what you think. I know she ain't let us down as, well, as people. Well, definitely know. not. That's I mean, stupid. that's that's a little extra. Yeah. She <clears throat> I didn't mean, do anything illegal, technically. Nah. We're talking about a young lady that's running track. Mind you, I don't know if, if you all have seen Team USA. Um, as far as the track team is concerned, there's other people that can pick up her shoes and put them on and fill in just as well as she did. Like, I think we're putting too much concern and uh uh what's the word i'm looking for responsibility on her back as somebody that's running track for the united states of america i mean she smoked some weed she said she knew she shouldn't have did it we we know that i agree she shouldn't have done it but to say that that she's failed black america essentially yeah that's what i'm taking that's how i took it too yeah that's that's just stupid i mean when uh when uh, Michael Phelps got caught with a bong, he never got caught smoking. He got caught with a picture of a bong. Which you use to smoke marijuana. Right, of course. It's a water pipe. White yeah. white folks didn't come out and say that, that he's failed America. You know what I'm saying? At all. It, it's We got to get to the point where we're, we're not putting so much weight on one person's back and trying to make it like this one person is the voice for everybody. We have a lot of talented people all over the United States and on the team. And unfortunately, this this situation is overshadowing everything. We don't know how the Olympic team is going to perform. You know what I'm saying? Oh, she dusted everybody in the uh, qualifications. But at the same time, you never know what would have happened over there. Uh, it's just stupid to me. I don't know. Yeah, that yeah. that com that comment is that's a huge that's a super it's reason. a whack 100 comment it's a whack I mean, 100 comment that's what we got to start calling those it's just a whack no, 100 100 100 whack definitely um long you have any thoughts on that man we we i know we may have touched on it by now but no, this I mean, over the olympics are a white supremacist institute no i'm just i'm just kidding. <laughs> No, he ain't wrong though. But you know, I'm just saying, like, you really dig into the history. Yeah, yeah. no, I got on the post show. We do. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I mean, it's based on his comment. You know, I don't really have any comment on it. You know? I mean, if he's talking about Americans, <laughs> I, I, like I, I like that. I like that. I don't I like even. Put on I don't even think she let Americans down. So I think it was just something that happened. I mean, I, I get it. I, you know, I, I get it. I get the fact that it could be. Um, you know, you want her to win, right? Yeah. And so, but 
I don't know. She's you can't be right with this situation though, because when she won, people were judging her by her hair and her nails, nails and all of that, and it's almost like they couldn't wait for her to fail. Yeah. So as soon as they found out she smoked weed and can't be on the team, then they jumped on that because yeah. they were foaming at the mouth about it because they didn't like her in the first place. Kind of goes back that. to the last conversation we we're talking about. You know, people kind of make their minds up, and then the, yeah. and then the narratives get built, but. I don't think she did anything wrong. I was like, oh, that yeah. sucks, is what I thought. Yeah. I was like, you know, like... Blown opportunity. Like, is it a dumb Is it a dumb rule? Probably, but... <laughs> she literally was blown opportunities. <laughs> yeah. Nice. <laughs> That's nice. And it's not... This This is the thing, too. Nice. A lot of people keep bringing America into play. Um, I mean, we, we know we have our problems. Yeah. A lot of our stuff should be left off the world stage as well. Um, this isn't an American problem. Mm-hmm. This is a United States Olympic Committee problem. Right. Ooh. We don't, the American people or American uh, Olympics, whatever you want to call them, they don't run the whole organization. So it doesn't matter that uh, smoking is not illegal in certain places here. It is in other countries and so on and so it's forth. Full, it's an institution. Yeah. You know, it's a it's a rule for an institution of, to per, play sports. You right. Know, yeah. Like, yeah. You know, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, so I get it. You know, like there's still other other countries out there that don't allow this either. You know, mm-hmm. so it's uh, it's it's unfortunate is really all I can say. And I, I saw that and I was like, oh, that sucks. You know, I didn't didn't really kind of look at it like, oh, she's a bad person or right. Or she, I mean, yeah, she screwed. She knows she messed up. She did. Now she did. You know, I mean, and she had you know self like accountability for it. Like yeah. she came out was like, yeah, I dropped the Nike ball. got back behind her, which yeah. is cool. You know, like, but I think you know she messed up. She took accountability for it. That should be the end of it. You know, yeah. she'll be just fine. Like like you said, she's twenty one years old. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean. She's not really even in the prime of her no, career yet. If we're talking about Allison uh, uh, Phoenix, yeah, or Felix, I'm sorry, yep. um, made the squad. And she's what, 35? Yeah. 34, 35, yeah. Somewhere uh-huh. in there. So, like I mean, second or third Olympics. Yeah. So. Might be fourth. Yeah. She's so, a beast, too. She's cold. So, I mean, this is a learning experience, and she, she has time to pretty much write this story the right way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I'm it is it. what it is. I'm yeah. with it. That's they said they just set her up for a comeback. So yeah. yeah. Well, that's a whack. That's definitely a whack one on the comment. That comment is whack. So he definitely dropped the ball on that. Long, you, can we do uh, talk to partners real quick? Okay, Mike. Do you know him? You want to shout the partners out real quick? <laughs> <laughs> We'd like to thank our partners for the new Old Heads podcast. No Bad Ideas Clothing Company, Coleman Dental. Printfinity, Indie CD and Vinyl, Sun King Brewery, and the hub for all things New Old Heads, BringingDownTheBand.com. Remember, once you type Bringing Down The Band in the search bar on YouTube and the page populates, subscribe and hit the bell for notifications. And as always, we thank you for your support. Now back to the show. All right. Back at it. Shout out to our partners as always. We appreciate them. White vans, huh? What'd you say? I didn't hear you. Uh, you said back at it. Awesome. I, oh, I missed it. I'm sorry. Never mind. It. Never mind. <laughs> I missed it. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right, man. Listen. That was a grumpy old man uh, grumble. <laughs> Shout out to uh, what's our homie's name? That uh, the two older gentlemen that rap, Pete uh, and Boss. Pete and Boss. Yeah. Shout out to them, man. 
I got to it. <laughs> Did they drop a whole project? Yeah, it was like a mixtape. I got to listen to that, man. Came out in April. Videos are amazing. All right, let's <laughs> let's go back into the rundown. They like 70 something too, which is great. Uh they rap better than a lot of people. I will say that to be in their 70s. Um all right, so let's go to this next topic. I saw on IG it was a crazy event, man, with a young guru crisis. Uh, I cannot remember the young man's name that was added to the Soul Council uh, for Jamla, producer from, I believe, L.A. I got to look his name up. Slappers. Yeah, he. Um, and they already got, you know, knots. You know, long, you know, E. Jones, a lot of those mm-hmm. guys. They, they got some dope producers. Um, but I saw Guru in the building. He was there and uh, Crisis was doing a set. The, the other young man was doing a set. And I remember it may got me to think about when there was a time when producer showcases, um, at least I thought from my perspective, were a dope time to come out and see new talent, hear new music from people, create a lot of creatives in the room. You know, you get a vibe and get excited from hearing new people come out with new stuff. And with the rise of the the way that artists are now, to me, it's, everything is artist forward and the producers are getting pushed further and further back to me. Like, I feel like everything is about the rappers now. And the producers really are controlling a lot of the sound. So when I saw the event, like I said, I may be out of, I'm older now, so I may be unplugged and not in tune to how it is now. But I don't know. Do you guys think the producer showcase um, has the potential to be what it was now coming back from COVID? Because this one looked lit, but I know it's based off the names and the people that were there, but I'm talking about just in your larger cities where people we used to th- people used to throw these events and it'd be filled to the back with, you know, people coming out to listen and, you know, just to hear dope talent, a room full of creatives. And I don't know if that's the thing now. I don't know if that's it's just me getting older or maybe we getting older. I'm not sure. Maybe I'm not plugged in like I used to be. But Lone, I'll come to you first. Do you think there it'll still be a lane for events like that? Because those used to be dope to me back in the day but i just don't know if it's if it's still going to be around like it was i think it just evolves it's evolved with everything else i think uh over the last two years even through covid we've seen uh producer sh- showcases and uh discords pop up and yeah. live streams and you know different resources kenny beats and ill mind and um kenny beats brass tracks and um <laughs> Uh, what's his name? Decap. Um, uh, what's it? Uh, Curtis King, I think is his name. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't know. I feel like I feel like now, as opposed to when we were up doing the ice standard battles and the other type of battles and stuff, time you know, all that stuff. Like, even though there was kind of a little bit of community built around that, I feel like the producer communities are actually a little bit more tight now than they were back then. Ah, okay. And I, I feel like there's a lot more collaboration hap- happening. I feel like there's traveling shows and stuff like that. It may not be the same, but I think that there's definitely a lane for it. Um, and uh, I think production culture, whatever that is, you know, that a lot of us were a part of, you know, building, you know, decade ago, um, you know. That's true. You know, shouts to, you know, Metronome and I did the writer's block for two years. Yeah. You know, then we did Lo-Fi Social, mm-hmm. you know, for Shout slot a. with Slot A. So, I mean, you know, I, I think there, this is just a long time coming. I think, 
I, I actually kind of disagree with you a little bit. I think producers are a little bit more in the front now than they were. You think so? I think a lot more in the front. I mean, we we I think people pay attention to the producers a lot more now. Casual people. You know what? Maybe I, maybe I'm thinking. When I say that, maybe I'm thinking through a mainstream lens, and not to your point, just the like the casual head, if you will. Maybe maybe that's where I was coming from. You, I mean, you, you, you see what I'm saying? But but what does that mean? For, I mean, what are mainstream hip hop producer showcases? What are no? I'm talking about you. I'm talking about you said producers getting shine. To me, on the mainstream, I don't think producers get. I think it's all about the artist more than the producer. Well, I think it's changed a lot too. Now, if you think about it, what we're seeing a lot more these days is we're is a lot more collaboration. You know, uh, Jake One is a perfect example. Uh, Jake That's One people. collaborates with a, lo a lot of his bigger placements, and placements in general have come from collaborations that he does with uh, other artists. I remember, I mean, not trying to do any type of name drop or shout, but on a conference call a couple weeks ago, uh, I sat in with Jake was talking to one of my students mm -hmm. about it, and he was talking about the collaboration thing. And he's like, you know, a lot of the stuff is through collaboration, you know, and getting your material into different you know producers hands that then work on it a little bit and then they pass it around and then you see more splits and you see more you know stuff that way so it's i think the culture just changed that. i think the culture just changed a little bit ill mind talked about it quite a bit on his um his blap chats and the stuff that he was doing on twitch for a long time he would bring people's beats on and he you know he would go like if you subscribe to his whatever mm -hmm. he would you had got access to a portal to where you could submit loops and he would go through the loops and if he liked the loop he would make a beat out of it and if it got placed then you got placements yeah. like yeah so i think i don't know and ill minds work with tons of huge names too so i think i i don't know i i think that production is in an interesting place right now and i think it's kind of a good place i'd be curious to see where it goes from like an in-person standpoint I, right. I just don't and maybe I'm out of the loop too because I don't really have it's probably just because I've done it for so long but I, I don't have a, a huge need and interest in like going to a producer showcase See, that's and like, networking yeah. but I've already that's, done it we've done it so that's what I'm saying that's where it, I, that's we're also we're also at a certain age where we're not uh, going to everything that's available to us to attend that's true as well yeah. so this might be something that that's a question posed to maybe the younger cats coming up mm -hmm. right. as far as if this is something that you're interested in going to yeah. and being a part of because I, like that. I mean we're at the position now where we've been there and done that so it may seem far-fetched or or played out or even I don't know just something that, that we don't see happening but we're not actually in the loop like that right now as far as that particular yeah. pocket you know what i'm saying i'd be curious to see where it goes though but i mean i have seen uh open beats open back up in chicago with fest grandiose runs that you know it's so i they're they're still around yeah mm -hmm. i mean i wouldn't I, I wouldn't be opposed to you know if somebody asked us to come out me and you to come out i wouldn't be opposed to doing it i'd I, love to do it i would i would not be surprised if we started seeing more producer dj cross-pollination of okay. producers doing even more like sets and things of that because nature. i mean working and teaching at a dj school you'd be surprised how many people come in and don't know the difference even when they come in to take just a dj class or just to take mm -hmm. production class like the first time it's just like i just want to do music yeah right 
And it's like, well, do you want to make music or do you want to play music? And a lot of people have the understanding. I'm just talking about the casual fan, obviously. Yeah, yeah. But go, yeah, go ahead. Most people don't understand the difference. Mm-hmm. They, mm-hmm. I, I don't know how, I don't know about you, but I don't know how many times I've been called a DJ. Like by people that know me like, oh, you, yeah, you're a DJ, right? You're out there. No, I make no, music. It's, <laughs> it's, it's different, you know? Yeah. And now, people assume DJs make beats too. They do. So, And it's because a lot do, but it's... Yeah, it's just um, I, I can I can see that line being blurred a lot more, especially as the software becomes easier to just make stuff, which Serato Studio and stuff like that makes it really easy to make beats. You, you preach it to them now, and if, so, you, if you think about what you said, um, you you touched on something about collaborations. Talked about splits. <clears throat> um, from a performance standpoint, prime example on. Uh, this past weekend, Zoe and uh, Tall Black Guy had a show at the Kennedy Center. And it was just, they had two sets that were across the stage from each other, you know, blending in in between beats and stuff like that. It was dope. You know what I'm saying? But they that also were in DC. You talked about. They also were in DC. So you got to factor in demographics yep, and, I agree. and how the scene is in particular areas. Yeah. So, like, you could, you could let's say we were going to do that event here. We would be in attendance. I'd be there. And yeah. probably about 20, 50 more. I'm being generous. <laughs> yeah, saying 50. I was born with loan. I was born yeah. with loan. Yeah. I mean, it depends on what night you do it. With, yeah. yeah. Is there a basketball Whereas, Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. You doing it in D.C., I mean, that's yes, prime. That's a prime place to do it. D.C., Philly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Places like that. I mean, there's even a... a there's there's something called a track me. Remember I showed you that where they actually play beats. It's like a game show. Yep, you showed me. Yep. They play these beats and people have to guess it. And it's lit though. Like there's crowds everywhere. And I've thought about doing something similar here, but Wouldn't be will it take off? You know what I'm saying? It's it's all about demographic yeah. for the most part and, and what what area you're from and what they're into. We have a unique perspective also because um Jay Moore, you hosted beat mm-hmm. battles before, right? Mm-hmm, the yeah. ones that we used to be in, and you you're aware of the vibe and how to, how that was. So, do you think now, well, what we talked about, how things may be twisted around or changed a little bit? You know, obviously coming out of COVID and you know with Twitch and th- the way things are now. Um, what what do you think about the idea of that like possibly having a possible re- resurgence well you know um my biggest question as far as uh you know beat battles is like are you going to get me to host because <laughs> no i'm just kidding <laughs> that boy be no collecting uh, bags. no because uh you know of course i you know during the the, the journey of the jay brookins beat battle shout out to jay, jay brookins you know the first one was in the back of uh of a uh, of a beauty salon, you know, like it, that, that, that wasn't the first dance. Oh, that wasn't even that first wasn't the first yeah. one. No, the first one was like in a what was it like in a sandwich shop? Or it's or where Fat Dance is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. where Fat, Fat Dance is. Twenty Tap actually. Yeah, yeah. it was really? Side News. That's where the yeah. first one was. Yeah. That's where the I first one that. was. Yeah, I remember. And the thing is, I I didn't get to go to that. I wasn't here. Work. Yeah, I was at that one. You know, so it went from you know just a small collection of like minded artistic people. Yeah. To being on the biggest, you know, at the Vogue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and I was like, that was the first time I, I had hosted a show at the Vogue. Like, that was the first time. That was like the last time I was a little nervous getting on stage. There was a lot of people in there, because too. Because it was packed. Yeah, it was packed. Um, But, you know, and it, this is the thing, and it what makes it so hard, you know, wherever you're listening from, 
you know, you got to grow things. You can't ama- automatically feel like, okay, I'm going to be in that big theater downtown or where, whatever city you're in and think, okay, this is the event we're going to do. You know, it takes time. It takes, you know, the resources of people who are dedicated to seeing it through, even though, it, it, you know, everybody might leave with, you know, five bucks and maybe a beer to show for it. Mm-hmm. If that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because like there are times where, you know, I, you know, I didn't leave with that, <laughs> you know, like, but I, I tell people this, you know, cause people, you know, with people on, on all hosting, you know, and this is just speaks for anything artistic, you know, people are like, okay, how do I get to where you're at? Yeah. And I was like, well, you got to understand, like, there tell was, them the nine to nine story. Yeah. You know, there was times when I wasn't, you know, there's a, a, a long time, even for coaches, I wasn't getting paid to be a coaches because we weren't making any money at coaches. Mm-hmm. You know, Metro was bringing all the equipment and he was bringing in guest DJs. And so once all that got chopped up, I was like, okay, I was just happy to, you know, to have uh, have my Bud Lights and in, in, in a little bit of the spotlight. I, I don't, I don't, some work chicken wings some chicken. I don't work for that now, so don't ask. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, know now. it really is a thing where do I think people will come out? Yes, I do. But, you know, people have to be patient as far as them building a platform. Yeah. You know, we're over it because, you know, once again, we, we've we've been there. We've done that. But there is a whole new generation of, uh, of of beat makers, of producers, of people who have all these sounds in their head and they want to hear them on the big speaker somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. And so they, if, if we brought back the Jay Brookins beat battle, you know, uh, or just whoever's beat battle, it may take a little time to get off the ground but there are people here who are like oh finally a showcase for yep. my art and i believe that you know and i, I think I it, it could definitely be a thing you know we're just getting to the point where like we're just ready for people to come. people are just ready to come out the house mm-hmm. yeah you know some people are has still have that hesitation you know and i understand why um you know because it's people out here it's still just they didn't they didn't get that jab and they they're not gonna get it you know, uh, and they were these are the same people who never wanted to wear masks or anything. Yeah, and like, yeah. Don't wash their hands when they use the bathroom. Yeah, I was like, look, I wear my mask still out in public just because I was like, you know what? I haven't had a cold in a long time either. So, so you that. know what? I'll just I'll just uh, heard that. I'll just keep moving like this. And, you know, just for my you know, I'll do it out of pure selfishness. They should have. That's what they should have made it about. Just pure selfishness, not about your fellow man. Make it about you. Um, but I think something like that, whatever city you're in. Um, could work. You just have to have the dedication and the patience to do it. I think, um, Lauren, I think you, you, you right on the money, man, with the, um, and that's a good point as well, Jim Moore, but I, you talked about it's evolved. I think it, I'm, I'm with you on that. It's just fun for me to kind of watch now and sit back and <clears throat> see what said wave is going to be. Um, but I still would like to go out and rock occasionally, but you yeah, know, I think there's a place for it. That's why I mentioned the DJ stuff. I think there's a place for, producers more so now in live event spaces than maybe 10 years ago you know what i mean and five years ago and 10 years ago i think it would i mean it's not you know it's kind of like an opening dj yeah except Mm -hmm. for they're performing you know Mm -hmm. and so i think shout out to il brown man we we did that for benny what you're talking about mm-hmm. you know it's the same thing so we did the same thing been, for sky zoo i've been il brown, i mean i've so. literally been booking people to do that for almost a decade yeah so but just know. be clear now which camera okay here we go be clear if you ask uh yeah make sure i get the right one right <laughs> now if you ask me alone to come out yeah. um <laughs> you ask me alone to come out you don't need a deposit <clears throat> so i'm just telling y'all we we passed that stage so get us a deposit we'll talk about it i mean we did that we did that at the hi-fi sure did yeah rocked out 
So yeah, get the deposit, man. Send a deposit to Jay Moore, and we'll we'll talk about it. All right, y'all did set to hip hop night as well, both of y'all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, long get busy, man. Be clear. All right, so uh, good uh, good talk there. That's I think you you changed my mind on that loan. I, I'm you made some good points. I'm I'm with you. I'm with you on that. Okay, okay. Um, all right. <laughs> y'all be encouraging him. Cut that out. All right, so last topic before we get out of here. And this applies to everybody at this table. All it's it's in different ways. I sure hope so. We're having a conversation. I'm just saying, though, but it's it, it's it, you'll see what I mean because his answer is going to be way. Ours are going to be way different from y'all's, but it's it's still in the grand scheme of things. So, speaking of experience and all the stuff that we've talked about, especially with the last topic, if there were three things, if you can think of them, that you tell your younger self, um as it relates to being involved with the hip hop culture, knowing what you know now, what would you tell yourself if you were 19, 18, mm-hmm. 19 years old? What, what would be, you can, if you can't give me three, I can start off if you want, but think about three things you tell yourself about being involved as a DJ, you as an MC and a host, producer, record label, executive right. etc web website sure. blog right. like you've done a lot if there were three things you could tell yourself mm. your younger self for me that's a tough one. for me one thing i would tell myself is pay less attention to how your friends feel about collaborators friends your outside friends <clears throat> pay less attention to how your friends feel about your music and focus on the people who actually like your music, like your act, people that actually respond to your music versus trying to impress people that are just around all the time. Like pay closer attention to the people that are engaged in what you do. Push them to the forefront. Push the homies to the, to the back, because the people that you need to be engaging with and building your fan base and your brand with are the people that are truly, truly enthusiastic about you. That's one thing I would tell myself is to focus on the people that send you the email and say, hey, man, I loved your show last night. Build a relationship with that person that could last 10 years, 15 years. You know what I'm saying? Versus just playing beats for the homies. Mm-hmm. That's one thing I tell myself. Mm-hmm. Along what you think. You got one. You want me to you want me to go around? Because <laughs> um, you've done a lot. So I, I think. I'm just going to say something that I guessed on and I got right. Okay. Um, for the most part, even though, you know, you can always, you can always do better, right? Yeah. With, with, with more insight, obviously I could have capitalized or if, if that's the right word, but I think it's just building the network of people around you. And, um, the one thing that I did when I moved to Indianapolis was I just went to everything. And this is what I tell a lot of younger artists that want to figure out how to get into it. I just went to everything. And I didn't know anybody when I moved here. You know, I mean, I knew. Yeah, I didn't know anybody. Anybody, And so I just went to everything. And I just had conversations with people. I would just show up, talk a little, keep it moving. When When the opportunity presented itself, I would share, you know, what I did, you know, whatnot. But, um something that I've gotten away from that I think is is probably something that I have to continue to remind myself and something that I wish that I did a lot more of and continue to do is just always put myself in positions to be active 
So me being an introverted person, a really introverted person for that matter, um, I, I would always prefer to stay home. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what, I don't really care who's performing. I'd rather stay home. Yeah. Um, and typically I, I, I would show up to shows and I'd be like ready to go when I'm there. It's just kind of what it was. It's just who mm-hmm. I am. But one thing that I started to realize is that every time that I forced myself to go out and engage is that I would always gain something meaning, meaningful from everything. And I would pay attention to it and it'd be like, okay, cool. I had a conversation with this person that I haven't talked to in a long time, mm-hmm. or I had this conversation here. And once I started putting that stuff together, I was like, man, I should have been doing this the whole time. Like just forcing myself to go out and to just do things. Um, it's actually not even answering your question though, because that's something that I kind of did. So I'm gonna have to think about this a little bit more. <laughs> that's all right. But that's, that is something. I see that, where you're going. Though. But that is something that people ask me that question specifically, like what to do, and I always say, man, just network, just like do, just be active, like go to things and like talk to people. So and, would it would it be fair to say that? I guess your answer could technically be that you would have focused more on that, like just the networking piece. I would say that this is advice that I would give myself even now. Even now, okay. Because even though I know that, I still don't do it as much as I should. Because I, it's so easy to just get comfortable where you're at, especially when you've been doing something for so long. I agree. And I still need to push myself all the time to go out and to be active in the different communities that I'm a part of and to share stuff and be proactive and be like, hey, like, hey, do you need tracks? Like, hey, do you want to work? Like, hey, do you want to do some stuff? Like. You have to be active, and I'm not active right now, and it's because I'm doing a million things, but it's something that I should and should be more proactive with, even I'll take, now. I take that, though. That's real. That's so, a real answer. Uh, J-Diff, DJing, man, if, I know you got stories, and I know you've been through it, so if there was something you could tell yourself getting into the world or in the realm of being a DJ, you know, what, what would you tell your younger self? Um... People aren't going to like everything mm. and you're not necessarily going to like everything that you might have to spend at certain events uh, because your your goal and your mission is to make the people at this particular event enjoy themselves. So unless it's an event that you threw yourself, which is catered to a particular sound, you have to play tours or for those people that are in attendance. Um, I struggled a lot because I want to play certain stuff and people aren't necessarily into what I'm into. Um, and this goes down, comes down to demographic. We were talking about earlier. If I, if I was in a different city, um, introducing some of the sounds and styles that I play, it would be totally different, but I have to play for the market that I'm in for the most part and i mean there's been plenty of parties and things that we've thrown that that people receive well but there's not enough people receiving it like that so you just have to kind of you know deal with the punches and and figure it out and i mean do you by no means am i am i saying to just fall in place and just play whatever's popular do you but um, just figure out that angle that's going to make people want to hear it. That's a bar. That's, that's one of the things that keeps me. Um, frightens me. Well, not frightens, but 
has me indifferent about even attempting to DJ is because I can't get past not playing what I want to hear, what I want to hear versus learning how to actually control the room. Like I've seen, I've seen you DJ before and you know how to, to I've seen you switch the vibe so that it works. Mm-hmm. Metronome. Metronome's great. Castle. Like they know how to switch it when it's going south and get it right back popping. Like mm-hmm. that is one of the things that will hold me back because it's like, it's not about what I want to hear. It's about, you know, controlling the room, working the crowd. So I, I think that's a bar. Like you, you hit the nail on the head. Tell, you, tell your younger self that. That's a bar. So Jay Moore, mm-hmm. now you, your, your set of circumstances completely different from what we've talked about. You've done radio. All right. You know, your MC game has been high for years now so you've been out and amongst the culture whether it's the dj school whether it's the clubs it's hosting this or hosting that so you've been involved with the culture as well um can you think of anything that you would you know tell your younger self no i've been killing it this whole time (laughs) (laughs) no i mean it's crazy like just you know because of course i've been around djs and the, the whole way the music industry has changed you know because yeah. i got to see so many things happen in real time being uh, in commercial radio i mean right. starting in college radio of course and then getting in commercial radio then of course i've done non-for-profit community radio i've done it all um you know one thing i would do i'd be like hey uh youngin don't buy all them cds because eventually <laughs> you, 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 you're spending 50 dollars a week on cds yeah. and you're never going to listen to like you're going to listen to them and then like they're going to get lost or stolen and it won't matter because now everything is streaming um but as far as i would i would just tell people or tell myself you know um to be don't don't try to be anybody else than who you are on stage um you know you have to you it, because you can always be confident when you're trying to be yourself. Mm-hmm. When you're trying to get up there and and be Johnny Carson or Arsenio Hall or whoever that you think is great and trying to emulate them, well, you're never going to be comfortable on stage trying to be somebody else. You know, uh, I'll get up on stage and I can because in this and and be able to adjust to where you are. Like, I'll you know, being able to control that crowd, you know, with the DJ, with my voice. But then, you know, I'll be uh, at the um, 100 Black Men, you know, uh, uh, Black Tie Gala, and I'll be able to use my voice there and still be able to, you know, uh, do the same thing. Still have my personality, you know, but at the same time, make the adjustments, you know, between, you know, being in a, in a sweaty basement bar and or being or uh, and being at a black tie event. Still doing you, though. Still doing me. Just like, you know, all, you know, when we moved the uh, the Jay Brookins beat battle, you know, we were, you know, in these little small spots and then we eventually made our way to the Vogue and then made our home at the Hi-Fi. Yeah. You know, I was able to make those adjustments to depend on, you know, being on stage. But the whole thing was, you know, I'm never nervous on stage if I'm myself, Yeah, you know. And so, like, I would, 
tell anyone who's whether or not you're a singer or a comedian or anyone who holds the mic on stage and has to interact with a crowd you've got to be you know just like you know when the, i can't remember which event and super crip came through you know i was still able you know you know you know you're still gonna get you're still gonna get jay moore i'm not gonna you know it's it is what it is and a lot of people who are at that particular event remember that so um yeah that's the only thing i tell my younger self is like you know, if you're going to get on stage and do this, be yourself, because, you know, when you're trying to be somebody else, you're never going to you're always going to feel uncomfortable on stage. And that's that's for if you're a rapper, you know, if you're a DJ, anything where you're on stage, you know, you got to be some version of yourself, mm-hmm. because if you're up there trying to be somebody else, it will show through. And people don't like that. That's real. They can they can, they can see through that very easily. That's real. Indeed. There's a couple of things I would say. Number one care about the money earlier oh yes you know yes tactfully obviously yes but be more focused on figuring out how to like legitimately make money off the things that i'm doing as opposed Mm -hmm. to doing everything for the culture right yes Um, i'm glad you said that because if i calculated all the hours talk to him that i put into you got ten thousand way different avenues (laughs) yeah yes multiple ten thousand yeah so that that and uh also the um Glad i'll just that. i'll just throw this out there too just um and this refers to me a long longer time ago but just being a little bit gatekeeperish around ideas and stuff that i was that i knew about mm-hmm. you know like um and i haven't been this way in a long time but early on it was like you know if i knew about something it would just be like you have to know this too. Why don't you already know this? Rather than trying to encourage somebody to be like, hey, check something out that you may not like. It's just, you know, like rather than encourage them to check it out, you don't put them down because they don't know it don't because know, yeah. they probably want to know about it. So, yeah. Just don't be an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll take that. There you <laughs> no, I'm glad you said that, man. That's, you know, that's that's big. I think that's matter of fact, that's huge. The one about the money monetizing and thinking that way early, yeah, at least thinking it. Yeah. Just know. thinking that way as early. And I, I think also, um, I, I would also say that it's okay to, it's okay for your circle to get smaller as you progress. And the reason I said is because I've learned that you just outgrow certain people in certain stages. Like everybody yeah, you can't bring everyone. Yeah, everybody can't come with you. Yeah. And it's okay to be like, okay, I know what this friend is for. This is just my friend and we cool. That don't mean I'm you're gonna come with me when I come over to Lone's crib and we're working on something. You're not that person. Like you have to learn how to qualify the people around you. Right. You know, that that would be, you know, something I would pay attention to too, because everybody don't need to come to the to wherever you what, what come along with what you're doing mm-hmm. everybody has a certain role and some people just don't need to be a part of it you know we've been friends for years because we have a lot of you know we see things similarly in terms of music and stuff like that so we've been collaborating for years and you know everybody's not like that but it's my man we've been working forever so just learn learn those people learn the, the people around you and um you know just be careful with your crew is what I'm Invest in yourself. Invest in yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a good one, Terry. That's yeah, a good one. Definitely invest in yourself because worrying about what other people are doing and it's not going to get you anywhere. Mm-hmm. Like you have to worry about your path and what you plan on doing. The money comes back. Yeah. yeah. Like 
if it's something you want to do, the money will always come back. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, because either you're going to learn from it or you're going to invest differently next time, but you're still going to be spending it. You're still yep. going to be doing it. So do it sooner than later. Yeah. Yes. Well, I think that's a good good place for us to end, man. Great, great job, fellas. Those are uh, jewels, and hopefully whoever watched, watches this will, you know, pick up one jewel from one of us and maybe apply that. So that's what it's about. Each one, teach one. Is there anything else uh, before we get out of here? Did I forget anything? Anybody want to? Well, Red August is off camera antics. Yeah. Foolishness. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is there anything? Did I forget anything? No. Yeah, I think we're good. Okay. All right, well, make sure you guys follow us on Twitch. Uh, hit the bell for notifications. And also the New Old Heads Network on YouTube where we will be releasing the content. Please subscribe and hit the bell for that as well so you can be notified every time we drop some content. Uh, shout out to the chat. We appreciate y'all for rocking with us tonight. We appreciate everybody who's been rocking with us thus far. and hope you guys continue to uh, stay with us as we continue to grow and expand the brand. So we'll see y'all next week. Peace. In a minute. Peace.